0: We are happy to have you back with us this week for this conversation with Rachel Sheer, relationship coach, founder of Love, Laugh, Leisure. And as of today, this very date that this podcast goes live, her book hits the stands. Rachel is the author of Date to Find Your Soulmate. So we take a look in this conversation at what we need to be clear on before we find our perfect match and how we can stay sane and stay active in these times that we are in as the pandemic is still with us in the spring of 2021. So sit back, enjoy this conversation, and don't miss out on Rachel's new book. Enjoy. Hey there, friends. Are you looking for tools to resolve stress? Reliable information to support your whole health? Tips to help you motivate yourself and identify when motivation is fading before it happens? Implementation, accountability, and someone to remind you to celebrate even the small successes. Where you could find tools you can use and accountability in a community that cheers you on where information about health trends and lifestyle is reliable and straightforward. I know that you have what it takes to up-level your health habits and restore your resilience. You just might need a boost to start building momentum. I've designed a membership where you can choose the level of support you'd like to get every month, whether it's tuning in to connect with like-minded change makers or getting personalized support with one-on-one coaching to help you chart your path to success. Check out the link for the Velocity membership at HappifiedLife.com. Special pre launch pricing is now available for premium support, but you can jump in for free if you just want to test the waters. I look forward to seeing you inside. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. So happy to have you with us this week as I share a conversation with Rachel Scheer, a relationship coach who helps singles find love. She has just completed a book about dating called Date to Find Your Soulmate, And that is available this February. So I'm super excited to introduce you to Rachel, let you know the work that she has been up to, and now you know the book to be looking out for as the month of love comes upon us. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you.
0: I'm sure that this has been a journey coming all the way to the point at which you're publishing a book, but I'd love to start at the beginning. So what brought you into the space of coaching people to find the relationship that they're looking for?
1: Well, even as a child, I've always been really interested in couples. I watched adults, in love and kissing and it just really interested me. So I started asking them questions to find out how they met and fell in love. And it was just really exciting for me to learn all about that. And then as I grew older and I started being in relationships, it continued to interest me. So I read books and studied about it. And then I decided that the perfect course of action for me was to become a relationship coach so I can help others find that same path to love that I have always searched for.
0: I love that. So it was something that intrigued you from your earliest days. Yes. Cupid had a hold of you somehow. I think that's terrific. And I love that, you know, when people get that curiosity or whatever it is that resonates with what ultimately is going to be their big field of interest, you know, when it it lands early, I think that's so fascinating. So what do you tend to find are issues that people are struggling with, with finding relationships?
1: Well, usually the biggest barrier is themselves, because they're confused. They keep going after the wrong types of people and then they get desperate and just choose someone that's totally wrong for them and then end up in a really bad marriage. So the goal is for them to really figure out exactly who they are and what they want so they can make all the best decisions and find their purpose.
0: Beautiful. And I think that especially in this year, coming to the close of 2020, when we're recording our conversation, there's been a lot of struggle, right? And a a little extra level of pressure. People who were single at the beginning of the year definitely found that they did not want to spend the pandemic single. So people have been trying to date in this space. And I count myself lucky that I'm married and that we've come through this whole pandemic much more time together, stronger and happier for it. But that's not always the case. So when people are in this space, they're looking for relationships during the pandemic. Do you have suggestions to help them kind of work through that pressure that they're putting on themselves? Yeah,
1: um, I think actually now is a perfect chance for them to really dig into who they are and what they want. So they don't make the mistakes when it is safe to go out there. And also, it's a great opportunity for them to see if their values are in alignment with other people. Because let's say someone is really cautious and afraid to do anything because of the pandemic, and then they start talking to someone who's going out there and still going to bars and hanging out with friends and family all the time, they're probably not a good match because they don't agree on how to behave during the pandemic. And that will become a conflict for other aspects of the relationship.
0: Yes. I love both of those key points. I'm going to go backwards and coming back around to them. So I agree with that completely because I can see i I'm probably going to end up using my husband and I ex- as example a couple of times. I should have warned him first. Um, I can see how that would definitely be a factor because between the two of us, You know, I put a lot of faith in immunity and we do everything that we can to make ourselves strong. And so we protect ourselves. And then with limitations, we go about the business that we need to do, whereas my husband is like, as soon as the vaccine is available. We can do everything. I'm just going to wait and sit at home for three more months and do nothing until then. (laughs) So we're finding a new line now that we're talking about the vaccine and when that's going to be available. So I agree completely. And it's funny how those different value areas pop up. And usually you don't know about them until you're headlong into it. I mean, initially, when you're looking for a relationship, it might be front of mind. Do they want to have kids? I know I want to have kids or vice versa. I don't want to, do they? So yeah, those value questions, we don't really want to, I think, think about those because we want to fall in love and be head over heels. And then they tend to come up later on. So that is a really valuable sneak peek. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. The having kids thing is a huge issue because a lot of couples don't talk about it. They just assume that they're going to be in agreement and then they get married and then clash and then have to get divorced. So... There are a lot of really important topics to discuss well in advance, as early as possible, actually, in dating. And that's why this pandemic is helpful in a way, because you can figure out if you're going to be in agreement about your health, at least, and how willing you are to socialize with others or not, depending on... Your beliefs.
0: Yeah, that's such a valuable insight. And I agree, the earlier, the better, right? Before you let yourself fall in love, get Twitter painted with somebody that might not be the fit that you imagine when you're in that soft, hazy glow of early romance. And so I love what you were saying too, about taking this opportunity to really get clear on your own values. So do you think that people often kind of take a shortcut and don't get clear on their values?
1: Oh, yeah. Most most people take a shortcut. That's why there are over 50 percent of people that get married, get divorced because they just really want to have a family and they just jump into it so they can have kids or whatever their goal is without thinking if this is really the partner they wanna spend their life with.
0: Yes, and there's another great topic too is this whole timeline because I don't think that men are quite as aware and we don't always open up this conversation with them that we as women, especially if we think we're gonna have a family, are definitely kind of ruled by this biological clock, right? So we've got a timeline unfolding behind our eyes that men are not always privy to. So so that's a really important factor is just recognizing like it's not always ideal to push just because you're working to a timeline. You're kind of getting ahead of yourself if you're not even on the same page values-wise. So
1: yeah, it has to do with values. Also, if you're in the same stage of life, I talk about that in my book, how... If you're ready to get married right now, but the other person wants to play the field still for a few years, you're not a good match. Maybe you will be in 10 years, but right now you're not. And if you want to have kids as soon as possible, you have to break up with that person because it's
0: not going to work out. I think that's important to recognize, too. Um, And, you know, when we're in a relationship, you know, our best friends or our parents, our family, the people who know us really well. When they start to see warning lights and they try to warn us off, it doesn't typically go very well, right? We're not really welcoming any advice or caution from the people who know us and love us. So it really helps to get clear for ourselves since we're probably going to disregard some well-intentioned advice along the way.
1: Yeah, I also talk about that in my book, how you don't like to hear red flags from friends and family You have to discover it for yourself.
0: Yes. And so that's so important to really start at the very beginning and get clear. What are your Mm -hmm. non-negotiables? I love it. Yeah. This is the book I should have had 15 years ago.
1: (laughs) So this is the book, the very first... Printed copy of my book and it will be available February 2nd.
0: Awesome. And we have a lot more conversation to go through, but as long as we're talking about your book, how are you supporting people in conjunction with that? If people read your book and they want to continue, go further, dig deeper, how can they work with you and what ways are you supporting clients?
1: Well, since I'm a certified relationship coach, I have an eight week group coaching course called Your. Road to Romance, which takes you through the whole process, digging deep into who you are and what you want, and then learning how to improve your dating and relationship skills so you can attract the perfect partner. And then if you're not comfortable with group coaching, I also do individual coaching and I'm certified in couples. So if you do find someone and then find that you have some issues that you wanna deal with with your partner, I can help you with that too.
0: I love that. And I think that's really valuable too because I believe we tend to read a book, get through it, get inspired, put it down, life happens, we get distracted. But with an eight week course that really kind of leads you through and really gives you the opportunity to bring this in, to assimilate this information and actually carry it forward with you rather than it being some great ideas that later on you'll be like, oh, I read that. I wish I had remembered that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Terrific. And so that'll be nice too. I love the group program format because in my experience, leading groups and being a part of groups, there's so much that comes out of that. There's so many light bulb moments or someone else asks a question that you didn't want to say, or maybe even didn't feel like it aligned with where you are, but the answer starts to make some light bulbs go off. So I really love the opportunity within a group to kind of learn, you know, it's added benefit. I think someone else likes to call it.
1: Yeah, if people feel stuck about a certain topic, they can bounce ideas off of each other and learn from others who have similar barriers.
0: I'm so excited. I think this is gonna be a really powerful tool. And especially after the year that we've been in, I know a lot of folks are looking forward to turning the page and starting fresh in the new year. And so I think that the timing is really- Yeah,
1: and I never would have written it if there wasn't a pandemic because I was laid off from my job because I was doing in-person activities and that wasn't happening anymore. So I decided now is the perfect opportunity to write a book that I've been considering for many years and never actually went through the process and did it. Yeah,
0: I think that some people kind of got mired down in everything we lost in this year, but I agree with you. I think that there's been some opportunities for myself that I wouldn't have allowed or given the space for if it hadn't been for the things that I lost early in the year when we made this pivot. The much-dreaded pivot. (laughs) Right. So I'd love to hear too. So you work with people who are already in relationships. Do you have some tips for folks who are coming through this? Like I was saying, like suddenly, instead of working in two different places, you know, we're together 24 seven and that adds some stress and relationships. So what do you see there or what are some tips that you can share for folks? Well,
1: one thing is to treat this like you are in different environments. So maybe you can have breakfast together and then go to separate rooms to work all day and then come back together in the evening to have dinner together, watch TV, whatever you want. But if you're in the same tiny space, same room, all day and night, then you're going to start to get sick of each other and have fights. So it's important to have alone time as much as possible. Now, if you have kids, that's a little harder because they might come and interrupt what you're doing. So if they're in school or if they're in daycare, I'm not sure if people are doing all virtual learning at this point, or if they're sending their kids to an actual daycare, but they just have to compromise and make sure that they have time for themselves and then can split time between their kids, their partner, and being alone as
0: much as possible. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful point because we kind of fall into most of the routines that we pick up without mindfully creating them, right? Especially if we were working in an office and suddenly we're working at home and the computer landed on the dining table or wherever and never moved, you know, instead of really optimizing that workspace, which is something I've talked about a bit over the last couple of months. But I, Agree, just being more mindful and respectful of each other's personal space and saying, right? Like, I'm in the office. I have a cone of silence. I put up my screens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at work. I'm I'm unavailable for now. And then you get to come back together and come back up to speed, right? It's kind of like you are at different places working for the day. Yeah.
1: And one thing I learned from my coaching program is this thing called the slam dunk list, where you write down 10 or 20 things that you would love for your partner to do for you. And then he writes the same thing. And then you show each other the list and give it to each other. And then you can decide if you wanna do something daily or weekly or surprise each other. But at any point you do one of the things on that list. And because the other person created it, then you know it will be a slam dunk. Even if it's just saying I love you or giving you a back rub, whatever it is, um, it will make you happy. And it's something just to boost your spirits at a
0: hard time in our lives. I love that. I think that we... And I know that's kind of the concept, I believe, with the love languages too, right? We try to express the love in the way that we want it reflected back to us, which isn't always the way they want to receive it. (laughs) So rather than operating in the dark and trying to fill in the blanks, let's help each other out. Let's make it clear. This is what I like. Here's some hints. And with a list of 20 things, like you say, it can come all the way down to... Tell me that you love me. (laughs) Say thank you after I do the dishes,
1: right? (laughs) Really simple things, but it's something that you like and it makes you happy. So hopefully your partner will do it.
0: Yes. And then when Valentine's Day comes around, they've got a list they can pull out to jog their memory. perfect. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Well, as long as we're talking about all this time at home and now... So again, we're recording this a little bit before it's coming out. So winter is coming upon us. People are trapped indoors even more than before. Do you have any tips to help people kind of stay healthy or stay tuned into their chosen habits while we're making it through this time at home?
1: Well, I have become a huge fan of Zoom. So for socialization, if you're not able to be with people in person, then Schedule weekly or even daily Zoom chats with your family and friends because it's a really great way to connect while you can't be together in person. Uh, That's what I'm doing with my family for Thanksgiving and what a lot of people all over the world are doing these days. So for your social life, that's a great way to go. And then for your physical health, I'm actually a personal trainer as well. So there's so many exercises you can do in the comfort of your own home. You don't need a gym. You don't need weights. You can do plenty of body weight exercises. You can look at a yoga class online or like all sorts of simple exercises you can find on YouTube. And there's so many ways that you can keep your body moving just From inside your home. And if you're able to take walks, that's also very beneficial because nature is another way that boosts your mood and just relaxes you. So if you can take a peaceful walk on your own, that can help restore your spirits.
0: Definitely, definitely. I think we tend to kind of get into these habits. You know, it's interesting because you would think with a lot of us not commuting right now, that gives extra time to our schedule and then exercise would be easy. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us landed in our new homebound lifestyle and kind of fell out of the practice of exercise too. So getting a walk, getting outside, getting some fresh air, I mean, it brings you more focus when you get back to work or it helps put like a break between the workday and your personal time so you can be fresh for your partner again. There's so many benefits to just a simple little walk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So I'd love to explore more too, this idea. So I'm curious as you're talking about being a personal trainer, are there ways that you find people can align their activity if they're in relationship. Does that make sense? If people want to spend more time and improve their lifestyle habits, like more exercise or activity, are there some tips that you have like people can work out together or places that they can, you know, ways that they can enjoy that or build that habit?
1: Well, yeah, of course, if people have the same interest in a sport, if they want to run together, play tennis, bike, go on hikes. Like there are so many different ways that couples can connect. And if they're not able to be together in person, they could do an exercise together virtually. They can find the same YouTube video for yoga, aerobics, whatever interests them, and they can do it at the same time. So there are lots of ways for couples to connect with exercise.
0: I love that idea of virtually exercising together, because I think that when we stopped going to gyms, we lost a bit of that accountability, right? The class that you get yourself there on time for, or meeting a friend at the gym, or going with your partner after work. So I think that's really cool to kind of bring that accountability back in. If you're not in the same place, we both agreed we're going to do this exercise today, this workout, this yoga sequence. There's so many great ones on YouTube. I think it's kind of a treasure trove. Are you a fan of the fitness, Marshall?
1: Yeah, I love all the different fitness apps and websites that are out there. They're all wonderful.
0: Yeah, there's so many good ones.
1: And for single people, it's also a great way to connect because you can do a workout online with your friends or just even doing a YouTube video by yourself. It gets you energized because you see all the happy people jumping around and... It will hopefully make you happy too. And I'm also a fan of the phone apps that just have seven-minute exercises that you can do every day. If you're really lazy and don't move around very much, just seven minutes a day is a great way to get your heart rate up and get a little movement and exercise into your life right now.
0: Yes, exactly. Anything to start to break out of inertia and build the momentum. So if it takes seven minutes, I agree. I love the seven minute workout app. And when I watch the fitness Marshall videos on YouTube, I laugh at myself hysterically. So I agree. Anything that kind of brings a little bit of humor into the workout and, you know, laughing and enjoying your process, because it is all a process from finding yourself, the relationship you're looking for to getting yourself into the active, you know, resilient body that we want to have so that we can remain resilient and active as we get older, right? All of this is foundational stuff. We got to start with the building blocks.
1: Yeah. And just to jump onto what you said, laughter is the best medicine. So if you watch a, a YouTube video that has exercise that looks ridiculous to you, it's probably a great one for you to continue doing because You'll keep laughing as you're getting exercise.
0: Definitely. I do. I have to admit when they make me laugh, I remember to go back to them. So anything to help get that habit built, right? Build that muscle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And another thing, if you're feeling down and depressed because you're all by yourself, there are so many good movies to watch. So just go to Netflix or Hulu or wherever you like to watch and just find something to like make you laugh for a few hours.
0: Yes. It's a really powerful way to shift ourselves out of that kind of emotional inertia, or if you're really drawn into the news as things continue to unfold, they've definitely figured out how to keep our attention glued, right? Everything sounds new and sensational and terrifying. And I feel like they're kind of clicking the fear trigger on that a lot. Like we're definitely been programmed now to respond to the news with that. So Yes, turning the channel, finding things, choosing things that will bring you a little bit of humor and levity rather than falling down that rabbit hole of gloom and doom and fear. And I mean, it just, again, even emotionally, momentum is so powerful. The more time we spend trying to be positive and happy, I think it's easier to come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, this year has been really revealing. To kind of to come back around to the top of the conversation in the ways that it would be insightful to see how a potential partner is reckoning with this time of physical distancing like are they cautious or do they? caution to the wind, right? It's very insightful. So I think in that regard too, the way that people move through the whole experience, again, is to do they keep a positive outlook or do they tend to kind of look for the worst case scenario or be ruminators and really stew on things, which again, we don't think about at the top of a relationship when it's all, are they cute? Do they like me? I wanna hang out with them all the time. You know, eventually those personality differences start to come into play.
1: Yeah, but Like we said, with the pandemic, those personality differences appear immediately. So if you find someone on a dating app and the guy says, hey, we live nearby, let's meet up right now, but you're not comfortable with that because there's a terrible virus going through the city, then you're probably not a good match at all.
0: I think that's a really powerful perspective. And I'm going to help some of my friends become aware of that who have been bemoaning their single status (laughs) right now. In that, yeah, it really cuts through some of that initial period when you're revealing yourselves to each other. It's a lot easier to see through that initial best behavior, early dating stage. Yeah,
1: you can send them my way too. I can help them.
0: (laughs) Yes. So uh, tell us where people can find you and I'll have your information, your links in the show notes too. And I'll make sure to have the book information there as well. I'll keep everything current so people can find you online. Yes, I
1: have a website, lovelaughleisure.com. And my email is rachel at lovelaughleisure.com. I have weekly blogs that I post. I You can find me on Facebook. I do two Facebook lives a week where I talk about the newest dating topic that people might want to discuss. And as I said, I have a book coming out, Date to Find Your Soulmate. So there's lots of great stuff happening
0: for me right now. So much. Yeah, so many amazing things. And I think too, that's a really great tip. Is, so do you go live on a business page or do you have a Facebook group?
1: It's a Facebook page it's a business page. It's love, laugh, leisure. And, uh, Perfect. The sub line is helping singles
0: attract love. Awesome. What I love about that is you're going live, you're talking about different things that people might not have thought of or not discovered a way to resolve, right, or move past. But that could be great material for conversations, especially early on in the relationship, to see if you're landing in the same place, if you are aligned or if you tend to butt heads. So I'm a big fan of revealing it all before you're in so far head over heels and then things are really difficult, right, to make a shift. So here's something that someone said, I was so glad I heard this before I met my husband. And there are exceptions to every rule, and this is a blanket statement, so I will I will also put a clause on with that. But what I heard was, men marry women thinking that they'll never change, and women marry men thinking that they will.
1: Yes, I've heard that before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just think, and of course, there are exceptions to every rule. So of course there are men who change. We all change and grow throughout life, you know, with the experiences that we have, and the goals that we set for ourselves and (laughs) i think as women we tend to move through more life stages as mothers you know before motherhood during motherhood afterward whereas men aren't always as driven to seek or pursue change and so it's just really powerful for me to know up front after several relationships that didn't work out as i was in this space with dan recognizing this is what i get I'm at peace with this or I'm not, but I'm not going to put a bunch of things on him to change, to make me happy. I make me happy. He gets to be him. And this is the deal. We move forward, you know, and it's worked beautifully. So it's powerful perspective. I think.
1: Great. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing about my Facebook lives, it's definitely brought up discussions between people, single and coupled up people. And uh, one guy told me that he was in a big fight with his wife but then he watched my video where I talked about the five love languages, and then they made up because maybe their fight was based around one of those late languages, and they never really figured out how to show love to each other. So they made up because of my talk.
0: I love it. I think that's a beautiful demonstration, right? That a uh, change in perspective. A third eye view from somebody who can see both sides of the situation and be objective is so powerful because when we're in the situation, it's hard to see. And when we know what we mean and we don't understand why it's been being received the way we intend it to, sometimes we need a translator. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. So definitely excited to check out your Facebook business page, Love Laugh, Leisure, and tune into your lives there. They'll just have to tide us over until this book is on the shelves. But it will be not long after this podcast goes live, so our audience won't have to wait too long to check it out for themselves. Yeah,
1: thank you so much. This is great.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I had a great time chatting. I'm so glad that we reconnected and I'm excited about what you're sharing with the world and how you're supporting people. And I think this awareness is so priceless. So thank you for doing the work that you do.
1: Yes. And I just want to give a little plug to you, Susie, that if you buy my book as an ebook, the first week it launches, it launches February 2nd you will get a wonderful free gift from Susie about how to stay happy in life.
0: Yay. Yeah. Is it five steps to a Happified Mind? There might be seven. I don't know. I couldn't stop. I think there's seven. <laughs> I was like, two more. I can't stop. Yeah, I had a lot of fun putting that together. I'm so excited to be a part of it and to help move people into that positive state that they're looking for. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity, Rachel. I'm excited to be helping to support you in this launch and the work that you do. Yes,
1: thank you for interviewing me. This was really fun. Awesome.
0: And we'll check back soon. We'll stay tuned. And if there's any more topics you feel are relevant, we'll reconnect and make sure we're getting this out into the world. Thank you so much all right take
1: care
0: thank you bye thank you for tuning in today check out the show notes for any links we mentioned to learn more about living life with less stress and more flow visit happifiedlife.com and if you found value in today's episode make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find happified until next time keep on shining